0: Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck, and this is Sports In-Depth. What's up guys, JD here. Monday night, late in the studio, happy Halloween to all the kids out there. Uh, I wanted to start in the NFL. Rewinding back to Thursday night, Lamar Jackson looked very good on the road and Tom Brady and the struggling Bucks lose again. Brady down to 3 and 5 and not playing good football. Yeah, he did throw for 325 yards passing, but his O-line is not giving him enough time and his receivers. Mike Evans, yes, he's in my top 5, maybe even number 6 wide receiver in the game, but he has key drops and a few of them uh, could have put the Bucks in better positions to win each given Sunday. And uh, yeah, he had six receptions, 123 yards on the evening, but he's got to be better. Uh, he's got to be a deep ball threat. The Mike Evans, we all know, especially the Mike from 2020 when they were able to cap it off uh, in the end with a Lombardi trophy. So a little bit there on a the Bucks game. Uh, Sunday's matchups were pretty good, I think. Talking about the New York Giants losing by 14 when Saquon Barkley and the run game is not going. The New York Giants are in trouble. You know, Daniel Jones threw the ball 31 times but only completed for 17, 176 yards in the air. And uh, he has to be better, Saquon Barkley, 20 carries, 53 yards and a rushing score. We gotta get more production out of that offense, and it all starts with Daniel Jones. But I must say, we gotta get some receivers around him. If Darius Slayton's leading our team in receiving yards for the football game, that's not gonna cut it. And we just got rid of Kadarius Toney for draft picks when receiver is all we need right now, in my opinion. Uh, Daniel Jones, yeah, we want him to perform at a higher clip, but you gotta get receivers around him more than Slayton, Sills, James... Bellinger out of the tight end spot's been getting some touches this year, but our record speaks louder than our team. And when I say that, I mean 6-2. and two. It looks good on paper, but the New York Giants, we got to regroup and be better on the road and at home. 13 points ain't going to cut it against Geno Smith and the Seahawks, especially with Geno slinging that thing at a high clip right now and uh, with him having Lockett and DK Metcalf as deep threats down the field. Other games, Niners continue their dominance over the Rams in the regular season. They went on the road 31-14 and Christian McCaffrey was a big part of it. Throwing it, catching it, rushing, everything man. Christian McCaffrey, he's a triple threat and he had a great time out there. Rushing 18 carries, 94 yards and a TD score. And that was on the ground. Jimmy G did just enough and he was efficient enough to win the football game, twenty-one for twenty-five with two hundred and thirty-five passing yards and two scores. I think Matthew Stafford, uh going over to the Rams side of the football, has to be better. Uh, not having a great year. And the LA Rams are below five hundred, now sitting at three and four. Yes, I do not see them repeating as champions. I said that all the way back in week one when they started the season against the Buffalo Bills, which is not an easy task. There, they didn't look great and ever since have not looked great through seven games. So the Rams and Sean McVay must regroup if that team's going to make a playoff push. Other games, the New England Patriots take care of the Jets on the road. Bill Belichick reaching another coaching milestone on Sunday, getting a win that mattered most, um, and passing the great George Halas for second place on NFL's career victories list. A lot to be said. I know Bill takes it one game at a time, and he's never too high on himself, never too low on himself, stays even keeled, not much of a personality, because for him it's not about TV. It's not about interviews. It's about winning games, winning football games on the road and at home. And in his opinion, they have not won enough of those this year. The New England Patriots are 500, sitting at 4-4. Four and four. Belichick's expecting more out of Mac Jones in this group. I think the defense for the New England Patriots has been pretty good. Not against the Bears on Monday night last week, but overall pretty good. You know, not allowing too many points per ball game. And Bill Belichick is one of the best defensive minds of all time. Uh, He's great with DBs, has his front seven always prepared. And, uh, you know, the offense under Brady, it was taken care of with Tom and Josh McDaniels, and they had it figured out. Belichick was responsible for the other side of the football, and he did a very, very good job, and the Lombardi trophies back it up for him. Minnesota Vikings, uh, a little bold prediction here um i personally have the minnesota vikings coming out of the nfc they are sitting at 6 and 1 and kirk cousins playing mistake free football which i love to see uh dalvin on the ground has been phenomenal justin jefferson has been good and he hasn't had to do too much you know uh he had six receptions 98 yards on the afternoon and that was enough to win the ball game which is a lot to be said um they win their fifth straight game and they are in complete control of their division And the Minnesota Vikings are going to be playing the Buffalo Bills in the World Championship in that Super Bowl. And it's going to be a blast in February. Let's talk about the Sunday night game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in that Packers offense just looks lost. I mean, the Bills have a pretty good D, and we know Josh Allen didn't even have his best game passing through two INTs, through two TDs, though. He threw the ball 25 times, 218 yards passing. That's not a lot for Josh. Uh, the defense got it done. They picked off Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they slowed down the passing game, which is exceptional because the run game was pretty good. Uh, in my opinion, and uh, my friend's opinions this weekend, Aaron Jones had a good, good game on the ground. But Aaron Rodgers with Lazard out, you know, Romeo Dobbs is his main dude, and uh, that's not cutting it down a stretch. The Green Bay Packers are now 3-5, and five, and they're in trouble, and they are missing Devontae Adams desperately next, let's move over to the World Series. I wanted to talk a little MLB before I wrap things up late on Halloween night. Um, game 3 was postponed. Uh, it was supposed to be Halloween night. Bad weather in the city of brotherly love. Philly couldn't hold it down for us in Game 3, but let's talk about the games this weekend. The Philadelphia Phillies steal Game 1 in Houston. They were down 5-0 in this ballgame, and the Phillies win 6-5 in extras, just turning it on late. Fourth inning, a few runs. Fifth. Then JT caps things off in the 10th. And the Phillies, I mentioned this on my Instagram story, the Philadelphia Phillies are the hottest team in baseball, but the Houston Astros are the best, most rounded team in baseball. So let's see what decides the crown here in late October, early November, because Houston was able to respond and win game two. It is tied up going to Philly. And I think the Philadelphia Phillies are going to win the World Series. I really do. Because their pitching's been pretty good. And they score enough runs, usually, to win ball games. And, uh, you know, Zach Wheeler, he lost game two, but he's been brilliant throughout the postseason. Aaron Nola's been good as well. The bullpen... Man, a lot to be said about this ball club, and they came out to fight every series. They never took their foot off the gas pedal, and that's why the Philadelphia Phillies are sitting in the World Series. I wanted to shout out PG, and I know it's been tough for him as a Met fan to see the Atlanta Braves win the whole thing last year, the Phillies in it this year, the Nationals a few years back. A lot's been going on in that division, but not for the New York Mets. So uh, PG, I'm with you. If A Rod is correct, the New York Mets will win two of the next ten championships. So uh, we will see if that happens. Bold prediction by A Rod, but I'm pu- I'm pulling for you, cuz. And yeah, that's a little bit of that, you know, World Series exciting time. NBA's rocking and rolling. I covered the NFL. Um, NBA, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks off to a hot start. Uh, It's really good to see them in the win column constantly. Uh, 6-0, 5-0 at home, 1-0 on the road, and uh, they win close games. They can blow you out. Giannis is just magnificent on both ends of the floor. Uh, They've been doing it without Middleton. Pat Connaughton's been out of the lineup and a team I wanted to mention. Uh, switching over to the Cleveland Cavaliers now that they have Donovan Mitchell. Cavs are five and one, three and zero at home, two and one on the road. But uh, Chuck was saying it the other night. Charles said Cleveland's going to be a tough out come to postseason, and I truly believe so as well. I think the main threats in the Eastern Conference are the Celtics, the Bucks, the Cavs, Philly, and the Raptors. I mean, I think it's going to come down to those guys, especially with Brooklyn struggling. I think there's too much chaos going on there. You know, Ben Simmons, he's been okay. Kyrie, KD still play my turn, your turn basketball, and that doesn't win. We've seen that in the past. And going over to the Western Conference, before I wrap things up tonight, you know, covering my three-headed monster of NFL, MLB, and NBA, uh, the Golden State Warriors are under 500, and they're finding that they're not unbeatable this year. You know, the Detroit Pistons took them out Sunday night. The Hornets took them out Saturday. They beat the Heat Thursday night, but the Suns and Nuggets this very season have brought it to them as well. So I really think with the Warriors, it's going to come down to defense. They're letting up too many points this year. We know their offense is prolific, but if they're allowing teams to drop 120, 128, it's going to be a problem because you find yourself playing catch-up towards the end And I know threes have been getting degrees for the Warriors the last few years. And they have the hardware to prove it. But uh, they got to step it up this regular season because I have them defending the crown. So a little bump in the road and the dubs will be back in the right direction. I hope everybody enjoyed. I feel great talking to y'all again. Uh, We'll continue this on a weekly basis. Uh, Keep spreading the love on the podcast. Post it on social media for me. Uh, Tweet at me at j d sports one on twitter uh, let's get everybody involved j d trying to grow out here, so y'all enjoy your week. We'll meet again monday night release day tuesday j d out.